Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, Let's Talk. And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan on this Tuesday. Happy Valentine's Day to you. It's uh, February 14th. On this Tuesday, 11-15, this is our half hour where we get to bring in great professionals to talk about issues that are important to you and also their businesses as well. And today is our day with Family Pathways, and with Family Pathways, we have Emma Fisher and Tracy Biaki who is going to be joining us. And we're going to be talking about post-permanency services. So after adoption, what are all those services that then can come your way? Uh, even though they're there through the whole entire process, what happens now? So, you know, after you may adopt you may be thinking that so what happens now so we'll be talking about that today in just a moment now before i bring in the guests let me do give you that rundown of how you can listen because of course you do have us on the radio thank you so much for listening that way you do have us on alexa powered devices you just simply say alexa play wisr 680 and that should be enough there and you are more than welcome to download the app for ISR and put that on any device that you would like. And then, of course, you do have us streaming online, WISR680.com. And you can just go ahead and press that Listen Live button. The, the website, by the way, is an excellent place to go, especially if you want to hear this program again in its entirety. And so what you do there is you go back to our website, hit Programs, drop it down to Let's Talk, and that's where you're going to find the audio. So pretty simple and easy for you. All right, so we do have Tracy, and we also have Emma on the line with us. Thank you so much, ladies. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you, and happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day to you. I wish I had some candy to offer you, but I don't. <laughs> You're sweet enough, Tracy. Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. All right, so we are talking about post-permanency. And, you know, define that term for us, first of all. Uh, in case people are just so used to the words like adoption or fostering, what does post-permanency mean? So really, this is just us providing services after the adoption, right? Um, a lot of people have some worry about like, okay, I adopt and then I, I lose all my support. And, and really, we just want to talk about that we're here to offer support after adoption. Um, and, and it doesn't even have to be adoption. Any, any way that you're providing permanency, um, for a youth, whether um, I'm going to throw out some terms here, um, permanent legal custody, adoption. Um, there's some other ones that I really won't get into because they're a little bit um, different. But I really just wanted to talk about that services and how people can, um, you know, gain that. So um, I'm going to turn it over to Emma. She is um, kind of running our post-term department right now. And so I just wanted to give her an opportunity to talk to the families who have adopted um, in Butler County or even um, out, outside the county who, you know, kind of need some more support. So, yeah, Emma, and yeah, thanks for joining this, Emma. I appreciate that because I'm wondering, is this the program that you all call like the SWAN program? Yes, it is a program through SWAN. So talk more about that. What does SWAN mean to, to you? It's the statewide adoption and permanency network. Um, the Swan they offer different services to kids in care, um, and this is just one service that they offer. But it, um, the other services are you know offered to the kids while they're going through the process, um, maybe before they're even adopted or would find permanency. And um, but today, we just want to talk about post term. Um, and just kind of get the information out there. Uh, so if if you have adopted and you would like to seek 
postpartum services, you would call or email the Swan Hop, um, Helpline. That phone number is 1-800-585-SWAN. Or you could do a Swan Helpline at diacon-swan.org. Um, that's your first step in it. You would call that uh, helpline and you would just, you know, give them the reasons kind of why you're looking for support. And you could ask for Family Pathways to deliver those services for you or if there's a different agency that's more local to you or the agency that you have adopted through, um, you know, they could do your postpartum services. And through postpartum, we offer case management. Um, we do support groups. We offer a respite. So we've talked about respite in the past. That's just a, a brief moment that we offer some time for you to kind of um, you know, do some self-care and um, have a date night a week and away. We'll find, you know, respite that would, you know, help take care of the youth. Um, some benefits for the family. It provides education. It addresses your specific needs. Uh, you can connect to your local resources, and it gives you tools to support and strengthen the family bond. So really we're just out here trying to help families, um, who provide permanency for children and youth occasionally who need assistance. Let's talk a little bit about the case assessment, the case advocacy as as services, as you mentioned just a moment ago. Um, this is, uh, at least the case advocacy is about connecting your family to, to local resources. And, and I find that that's so important because I think in the moment, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in the moment we never think of where it is that we need to go for help. Now, outside of the moment, it seems like we hear about these things all the time, but we just don't think of it in the moment. Your reaction to that? Yeah, and really, it's hard to, to know what your need is going to be in the future, right? So if you're not thinking ahead and you're just living in the moment, like most of us do, it's kind of hard, um, you know, what resources are around. And, and if you're kind of going through a moment, like you said, you're not you're not thinking outside of the box. You're thinking of the little details. So it's good to get a fresh set of eyes in there. Um, you know, we are trained to know the resources of Butler County. Um, a lot of uh, mental health, a lot of things that we can do to provide that uh, respite piece for you. We offer support groups. So, you know, if you have a education need, you can come in and get that through a support group. And of course, you mentioned mental health, you got educational services. One thing that I find interesting with case advocacy is there's a service to help out with birth parent conflict resolution. What does that mean to you? Uh, and what does it mean to us as, as the community? So, I mean, there we, we have what's called um, an Act 101. And so that just kind of defines what the relationship is going to be between the birth parent and um the new family and the youth so really it, it's just sometimes that doesn't always work out the way that you know that adoptive families thought so and so we could come in and do some mediation between the birth parent um and the family and kind of just resolve some of the conflicts the worries or um, maybe the birth family isn't doing as good as you know they once were and there's some concerns there now so Really, we just help kind of sit through and, and do sort of like a mediation. And then the last area of case advocacy I wanted to ask you about, just for terminology's sake, is it, it, it reads in front of me, foster care and adoption 
sensitive services. And, and that's an interesting way to describe what you do. But can you explain what that means again to you? What, what does it mean for sensitive services? Um, so this is going to go into like the mental health, um, you know, whatever kind of that. I have a postpartum case right now that the child has issues with self-esteem. And so, you know, we go in and we really focus on that area. Um, the the workers doing this like self-esteem life book with that youth and kind of just building up who they are. Um, so really we can think outside of the box. We can resource different things Um different agencies, different, um, you know, respite opportunities, things like that, that really that family probably hasn't thought of. As we continue through the, the breakdown of your services, of course, again, case assessment, then we just went through case advocacy, support groups is something I'd like for you to touch on. You did mention respite, and you have explained that one for us. Support groups, I'm just wondering how and how do you talk to someone about the importance of a support group? Maybe some people are out there that say, I know I need one, and that's a great decision. Maybe there's some people who say, I'm not too sure about support groups. I've never done them before, and I'm a little hesitant. Maybe my 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 story would be out there, or my information is going to be out there, and that scares me a little bit. So can you talk about the importance of support groups? Yeah, so support groups are just a very natural setting for families to sit down and talk and share their experience and their stories or their concerns with other families that have experienced the same things and they can kind of share their ways of working through those problems together in, like I said, it's in a more natural setting with the workers who also have experience with those things to sit down and talk with them and go over those things. And it also gives kids the chance to also meet other children that have experienced a lot of the same things that they have and they get to hang out with them in a more natural setting and do games and activities and things with them like that. It's, uh, it, I applaud a lot of individuals who do this. I know some people who are fostering or who have adopted, and, and it's such a different world. How do you help folks through that when it may be their first time and, and they don't know exactly how does all this work from beginning to end, but you're there to provide services the whole way through? Yeah, that's correct. And we, we like to supply them, like when you're going through the foster care, there's, it's not that you're just going to be left to do nothing. Like it's, that's the end of it. We make sure that we supply you with the information through every step. So every service that you can get, everything that is provided to you, you are presented with all of those things right up front. And we continue to tell you about those things as the process goes on to make sure that you know that it's not over as soon as the adoption is finalized, there are other opportunities afterwards for you and your family. Now, I know we wanted to focus on post-permanency. Let me ask you, how do you get started in this whole entire process? What is that process like when we, we call or we email? Um, where do we get started? So to find out information on how to become a resource, uh, parent, or how do we get started with the post-permanency service? I'm sure that we're talking to two different audiences, so both questions uh, are, are very important. So why don't you answer both? Um, how about for, for parents who want to try to be a foster or adopt um, someone that, that needs a, a home? Yeah, so actually um, we are putting on a recruitment event on um, February 16th from 530 to 8. And that'll be here at Family Pathways at 100 Brew Avenue, Butler, PA, 16002. 
Um, and we will just be educating the community on what it takes to be a resource parent um, or what um, kind of like what what's involved in it. Um, there's kind of two different options you can go, kind of uh, first day placement, which means, you know, the kid is coming out of the biological home and needs placement, um, or maybe a kid has disrupted out of a current foster home and, and we're looking for more of like a permanent placement, so we're matching for them is what we call it. Um, but either way, comes down to Family Pathways and get some information. We'll have several staff on hand to kind of explain the process, um, you know, kind of the Q&A, um, what your concerns are, and hopefully we can kind of resolve some of those concerns or challenges that, um, you know, is, is putting a barrier up for you to become a resource parent. We've talked about in the past how you've had events where it's to celebrate the family and then you've had recruitment events where it's to come and find out information. Again, just specify that this is the one where we're coming with our questions, correct? Yeah, well, Family Pathways is, is really looking for homes to foster older youth, sibling groups. Uh, we need, um, you know, parents who are willing to do emergency placements. And we're looking for parents who just want to do that, like, little piece of respite care. Yeah, so talk, we're open. talk about that respite care. I know you mentioned it before, and, and we've done a lot longer segments on just the respite care, but I think that is so important to understand. Again, I go back to my comment where when you're in a moment where you may need the respite, you may not understand or realize that the service is out there. But respite can really help both the young person and the adults in the room, if you will, um, just to kind of take a moment and take a breath. Yeah. So um, you can use respite for multiple different um, things, but normally if you just need a break, um, if you have maybe a weekend planned with your husband and you kind of don't have anyone to do childcare, we can use respite as that. Um, really, we use respite as a break for the parents and the youth, right? The youth are having challenges to transitioning into that home, and we kind of want to give them a break, take a breather, and, you know, let them know that everybody needs that, that break. And so we offer it to the youth, we offer it to the parents. Um, respite can be anywhere from, you know, three weeks to two hours. So there really is that wide um, range of what a respite could be. But truly, we just want, you know, to provide support for these families who are, you know, in this day-to-day -day challenge of raising a youth that has come from, you know, CYS's care or even a youth that has, you know, had all that trauma in their past. So. It is, it is a challenge, and, and we do realize that, and that's why we want to offer as much support as we can to these families. And in order to do that, we need other families to kind of pitch in and, and you know, realize that the people who do this need a break, too. And so we're asking, you know, our community to come together and, and kind of think of the people. You know, when somebody tells you, oh, yeah, I saw them, they're like, oh, it takes a really special person to do that. Well, it truly doesn't. It just it takes somebody who's committed, and um, kind of anyone can do it. So we're we're all asking you to come down to Family Pathways again on February 16th and get some information on, you know, how big or how little you you can really help us. I think respite um, is a is a very good thing, as I just mentioned a, a minute ago. I'm wondering if you could speak to uh, maybe 
guilty consciences out there who, who may think, well, if I take respite, I'm giving up. And, and that's not the case, is it? I mean, this is, is, is to benefit and, and better the situation that's going on. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not that. You have to have self-care, right? I think a lot of people have heard, like, if your glass isn't filled, how are you supposed to fill somebody else's glass? So, really, it's just everybody needs that. I, I'm a mother of two, and I, I actually foster myself. Um, and even working in this field, I ask for help all the time. And so it truly is, it's just out there as a support. Um, and we want to provide the best support that we can for our kids or our, our families who, um, you know, do this for us. So really, you know, don't ever think of it as, you know, you're, you failed or, you know what I mean? Honestly, I've kind of, put myself in that position too and it's really not good for you or the child in that case right so we really want you to take advantage of the support that you know we offer and we really want to keep adding to our families who offer that respite for our families and keep in mind folks if you're listening today and you're you're listening to us talk with family pathways with emma and tracy and we're talking about these post-permanency services they're actually free to you. And I'm wondering if you, you both uh, could talk about that for a moment because this this portion of it or is the whole process free to to individuals? Talk about the fees because I'm wondering if there are people that hold back from going forward with this kind of action because they feel that it's going to be too much money and they won't be able to afford it. Hmm. Yeah, no, no post-permanency is a completely free service to families for the entire year and even if after that year you still need a little bit more assistance, you can sign right back up. And again, it's completely free to them. And we offer that respite fund where we help them pay for like activities and things like that to assist their families. Or we offer the respite where the child can go into respite care and things like that. But again, it is completely free for that entire year. And then if you sign up again, it's completely free again. Tracy, did you want to add anything? Um, honestly, I just wanted to say again, it is free and it's completely confidential. This, this, uh, doesn't get out to anybody else. Again, they'll contact the Swan helpline at 1-800-585-SWAN, or you can go on the website, Swan helpline, um, at diacon-swan.org. And you'll talk to the Swan Helpline specialist about, um, if you're eligible for, um, the available service. You'll choose an agency who will deliver this for you. You'll talk to the agency. Um, you'll reach out and you'll set up what we call an assessment. And then your service begins and you're able to have, you know, those resources and everything else at your fingertips. Um, really, we are very involved with um, post-permanency, so you could reach out every day if that's what your need was. Again, our focus today is about post-permanency, what happens after the adoption. I wonder if we could take just a couple of minutes. We only have a couple of minutes. Well, we have about five or six minutes left with you both. But could you just give us kind of a rundown of the services, generally speaking, with Family Pathways? Sure. Um, Family Pathways uh, has a clinical department, so we have uh, mental health services. We have different groups that we run for teens. We have permanency services, also foster care services. Um, Family Pathways has what's called a legacy service, so we help support the bio family who's going through this process too and help them 
kind of complete their, um, you know, service plan in order to be reunified with their children. So Family Pathways kind of does full circle and helping and support the whole aspect of, you know, kind of going through this process. Um, I just wanted to touch a little bit on um, post-permanency service and who can get the the service. Please do, yeah. It's, okay, it's any family who has adopted from foster care or privately. I want to put that out there, too. If you adopted privately and it wasn't through CYS's care, you can still get this service. Even if you adopted internationally, you can get this post-perm service. Um, it's provided for even kinship care. So if you are a grandma or an aunt who has adopted, you are eligible for this service also. Um, even if you did what's called permanent legal custody, you can still get this service. Even if you didn't go through with the whole adoption and you just chose to be that, that youth um, permanent legal custodian, um, you are still eligible to get this service. So um, at any point that you're providing pretty much permanency for a youth, please call into the helpline and, and see if you are able to obtain the service. So you both are focused on permanency with family pathways. And so I want to both ask you the same question and just what you enjoy about your job. Tracy, I'll go with you first. Uh, we've talked about this before, but what do you enjoy the most about your position, about your job, about making the difference in the lives of families? Um, I actually just recently took the permanency coordinator position, so I think that was different from the last time that we spoke. But I, I like working with the facilitators and building the quality of services that they deliver to our youth. That has been the best part of being a coordinator, I think. Um, before that, I was working with older youth trying to find them um, permanent homes. And although that has a lot of downs, the most rewarding part is building someone's family and getting that youth into a family and seeing them thrive. That is the best thing. Like, you meet a child who's broken and, you know, labeled all these things on paper. And then when you finally get them into that home and complete that adoption, that child has just grown so much that they don't, they have outgrown all those labels. And it's just great to see what love and family can do uh, to a youth to, to, you know, build them into a person that's going to be a productive um, part of the, our society. Emma, how about you? What do you like about your position? So I actually just recently started here at Family Pathways, but I got to say, like, I love everything about my job. You don't really get into this line of work for the money. You get into it because you have the heart and the passion for it. And I love everything that I get to do to help my families on a daily basis. And it sometimes has its moments where it can have some wear and tear on you. But at the end of the day, you go home feeling like you've accomplished something and help somebody and that's all that we really do this for is to help let's talk a little bit about the reactions of families who have gone through your process and just kind of give that voice to the public right now about uh, what what is this like and and what are their reactions when they go through not only the process but they go through your your help especially with post-permanency because it can be a whole new world um, we actually just celebrated our, our families in November who recently adopted, and it's so great to see them and, you know, come back to Family Pathways and see what kind of person, you know, that youth has turned into or, or how many other children that family has added to their family. 
Um, but really, it, it, we have this, um, like, scrapbook that families are able to kind of put down their journey and, and you know, what was it about Family Pathways that truly got them through. And so it's so nice to see these families just talk about the support that Family Pathways have given them and through the swan services and, and kind of how that has, you know, helped them get to the point that they're at now. And so really the swan services, if used right, they, they do amazing things for these youth. Um, the post-permanency service is just so families know that, you know, it's not over once you adopt, right? We're still there. We're still helping. Um, you know, we still want you to be the best that you can be. And so truly I want every family to know that you're not doing this alone. Um, you know, your agency, whoever that is, um, if you would like it to be Family Pathways, we would love you to come to our event on the 16th. But, um, you know, we're just here to get you through to the end and, and get you to a place that, uh, you know, that you can be happy and you have your family. Um, so, yeah, just just give it a chance is all I can say. Fantastic. Well, we are almost out of time, but I just wanted to finish up our conversation, just getting your final thoughts on the importance of not only permanency, but post-permanency in just understanding that the help is out there, especially with family pathways. Um, again, Tracy, I'll start with you. Emma, we'll, we'll finish with you. But uh, Tracy, what are your thoughts? Um, just really that it, it, it starts with family. It starts with the community. And if we can't, you know, get the people in to, to train them to, you know, get them to a point where they're comfortable with having the kids in the home, um, then we, we can't continue to serve the, the youth that we serve. And so honestly, I just want to leave you with, um, if you ever thought about doing this, please come out to our event on the 16th and get the information. I think education is key. Once you have all the information to make the right decision, you will feel good about making that decision. So um, again, just come out to the event on the 16th and get the information and um, and we'll have food too. So come get some little treats. It's always good. <laughs> always good. <laughs> Emma, your final thoughts. My final thoughts are the same, kind of the same as Tracy is like, I, I think life's worth taking a risk. And I think that every child deserves to have a loving, happy home in their life. And there's a lot of kids out there that need that. So if you have that and you think that you have some room in your heart and in your home, then definitely take that risk and come on out and get some information, at least get some information just to hear like what you can do to help in any way. And that would be perfect for those kids and for us yeah. we have tracy with us and emma with us both of family pathways what is your contact information in case we would like to to take a step in this direction whether it's a start of a brand new journey or maybe we do need the post-permanency services and we'd like to get more information yeah uh to call family pathways the phone number is 724-284-9440 um, and you could also, again, for the post-permanency services, you can call 1-800-585-SWAN, so S-W-A-N, or you can go on their website, SWAN Helpline at diacon-swan.org. Um, again, for Family Pathways, that's 724-284-9440, and you can ask for either Tracy Biaki or Macy Williams. Um, and we would be able to set you up with uh, appointment to come in and get 
um, some information or fill out a foster care packet. Um, so either way, we would love to see you or hear from you. Fantastic. Thank you, ladies, both. I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Tracy. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. Same to you. And, folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. We are out of time, but if you would like to listen to this program again, this will be on our website, which is WISR680.com, and you would press Programs, drop that down to Let's Talk, and that's where you will find it. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.